We're back. Another episode. The Foul Life Podcast presents This Life Ain't For Everybody. I say The Foul Life presents it because we are on a hunting trip, but I'm blessed to be in a real live publishing office on Music Row. Music Row would be a nickname for 16th and 17th Avenue. Does that sound right? Is that a... Yeah, that's about right. Is that about right? (laughs) That's about right. I think this is the first time I've ever actually podcasted from Music Row, and I have three ladies with me today that I met originally. I met two of them originally in 2017. We were at an event in March of 17 or April of 17 in South Georgia, some part of Georgia. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Sweet Tea Trio. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends out of Lynchburg, Tennessee, the one and only, the iconic Jack Daniels. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. We take Jack with us wherever we go. The good times, the sad times, the low times, the high times. He's been there for us since day one of the podcast. Thank you so much, Jack Daniels, for believing in the culture of what we do here at our TV shows and podcasts. These girls are absolutely amazing. I heard them sing. It was Ira, Dean, Randy. No, it wasn't Randy Hauser. It was uh, Daryl Singletary. And y'all were messing around down there at that event. And I was like, damn, the harmonies. No. Like better than Hall of Notes. Oh, oh thank you. Ooh. That's Dare good we say that. too, right? <laughs> so, That's saying something. Sweet Tea Trio is on the podcast today. Their names are Kate and Charity and Victoria. And Charity is the newest member. You just joined. And yeah. are you a little nervous right now? Or are you just so like... You just like are, are like photogenic and ready to rock right now. <laughs> I guess I'm ready to rock. I I don't get nervous when it comes to talking or singing. Good. No, I didn't really mean if the I'm podcast to, like, part of it. I meant I meant like your new gig. I mean, is this, this is like the, <laughs> this is like the big, this is like a big time for you. I mean, this I is, don't think it's entirely processed. <laughs> We're yet, lucky huh? to have you either way. You're yeah, no, and I've talked to one of my friends about it. Who's not these two. And he's like, no, you're great. You totally deserve this. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I still feel like that. Yeah. But it's kind of cool how I want to hear the story in a little bit. I want to start off with maybe a song because I want the listeners to like understand what they're dealing with here. Because this isn't like something that I've seen a lot of. And I, I know music a little bit, but like a, a three-part trio like this. I've seen it in gospel. I've seen it in, you know, different aspects of uh, maybe a, a male band. But as far as like females that are on the cutting edge of breaking into country music the way that y'all are getting ready to explode and as beautiful as the song sound, I want the audience to kind of understand that this is like it's not you sing a verse and then she sings a verse. There's a lot of times where y'all are singing at the same time and the harmonies are hitting perfect. So timing comes into it. Being familiar with your bandmates comes into it. This is a lot harder in my opinion than y'all make it look. So I don't know if that's a really good representation of what a trio is, but I think that it would be kind of difficult to stay on key and stay on task with your timing the way that y'all do. Yes. I love that you think so highly of us. <laughs> I will say it's it's one of those things that we've been doing this for so long. I mean, how long have the three of us Eight been years. doing music period? Oh, music period, probably all of us like 11 or 12 years. Yeah. So, so a long time. Yeah, and so together, you know, we've had a lot of experience, you know, singing with other people and singing together. And, you know, you just get in this groove. It's like you were saying, you get to know each other on a whole, it's like a marriage. It 
truly mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It's like a marriage. Mm-hmm. You're you're committed to one another, and it is a conscious it is a conscious choice every day to do your job to love each other. And we love each other. We always get along. Yeah. I'll be quite honest with you. But um, you know, it's it's one of those things you have to figure it out as you go. But you also know exactly. I like for example when we're singing, I know exactly where Kate's about to go because I've sang. You know, I've sang to her so many times. If Charity's about to scoop up to a note, I know that because I've heard her do it a million times. You know, you <laughs> yeah. get you get in a good groove for sure. Yeah. It's a and when you're new, it's it's still a lot of learning <laughs> process. <laughs> it is. Charity's not, been killing it. You do no, great. Like I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes y'all start singing and I'm like, I don't know where this train's going, but I'm gonna <laughs> pretend I do. I'm gonna jump <laughs> on it and I'm gonna go for a ride. Uh, but, We're all right. No, did. it's cool though. You know, recently got married. Yeah, recently Kate got married. Yeah. That's so. awesome. But it seems like I've, I've, there's, I've heard that, you know, like a guitarist can get lost in a song, and as long as he knows where he's at in the song, he can fake it and oh, yeah. stay there and let the drums and the percussion and the bass and the lead guitar, the rhythm guitar, whatever it is, you can get back on it without yeah. really being there. It seems like this, if you get stuck on this and mm-hmm. you lose your place in the song, you're going to be picked apart from that, especially if it's in front of a live audience. So yeah. that's where I'm going with that's it. That's the nerve-wracking part for me. Th- that is. It's yeah. like if you even get lost a little bit, you're going to get left behind in that song and maybe not be able to pick back up where you're supposed to. That's I know that I, it would be very hard for me to listen to the other person singing and try to stay on that. Mm-hmm. It takes some getting used to learning well, that. And you listen to like iconic <clears throat> bands like the Eagles or Shenandoah who yes, are known so much for their harmonies. And that's the kind of stuff that we already grew up listening to. But then, you know, you want to be like that. So we look up to those groups. But when you listen to them, you can tell they're tight. And that comes with a lot of practice and a lot of living together. Yeah. You know? A lot of time. A lot of time. And God, it truly is. You can't just put three random singers in a room and expect them to sound great together. And I'm not saying that like we sound great by any means, but it's definitely a God thing to be able to get in a room with two other people and be able to hit a harmony and there be some kind of magic there. You know, yeah. it's God. Yeah, it doesn't There's happen very magic. often. No, it, 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 it truly doesn't. doesn't. It, doesn't. No. it truly doesn't. Why don't we do... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Charity. uh, I was just going to say, I've never really sang with other people. And so, like, you know, I would sing with my dad. But as far as, like, harmonies, I didn't learn much of that until probably 2017. Mm -hmm. And then, even then, I had to learn, like, fast and in a hurry. I still didn't know what I was doing. So, just trying to learn harmonies as a whole has been, like, something that I, I don't still struggle with. But, like... The confidence that you gals have in harmonies is like something that I'm still working towards, and I feel like having y'all here is like super helpful for me because I'm like, killing it. is this right? And you're like, uh huh, keep going. <laughs> and we hold each other up when we're, you know, we're confused on notes or stuff like that. You know, we hold each other up and say one of us forgets the words. Usually, we give each other the look, <laughs> and you know, you're gonna have to start singing that verse or something like that. Oh, yeah. So we got each other's backs. Well, you, get, you talk about that look and explain to this and then we're going to, I want to do Needle in the Haystack. Yeah, let's do it. I've been listening to Needle in ha- the Haystack since the night I met you ladies. Oh. Um, but you talk about that look and y'all are working with a pretty iconic musician as in your management right now, Bobby mm-hmm. Ritchie, a.k.a. Kid Rock, who has been given that look and he, when he sees something, like when he sees some something in somebody, Kid Rock goes, holy, like, Wow, like when he saw Jamie Johnson, I remember he'd be like, oh, my God, like you can't get a better voice than Jamie Johnson. And Kid Rock knew that Mm -hmm. 12, 15 years ago when Jamie and him first were in Nashville together, Mm -hmm. right? Kid Rock has rapped with Eminem. He has – he's done the biggest soul – with the biggest soul artists in the world. He's done Randolph. He's he's done Mm -hmm. R&B guys. He's done hip-hop. He's done rock and roll. He's done country. He's done gospel. Yes. So he gives – 
sweet tea trio that look, that's saying something, right? That, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's let's be honest here. If yeah. Bobby Ritchie gives three girls the look and says, yeah, y'all are coming with me, yeah. tell me about that. Like, that's got to feel good, first of all. But Bobby would not be wasting his time with you guys. No. Kid Rock would not be like, oh, yeah, just come with me because y'all sound cute. He's like, this yeah. is power, right? Yeah. 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 Well, and we love him because so many people ask us all the time, what's it like working with Kid Rock? You know, Kid Rock this, and I'm a huge Kid Rock fan. And to us, he really is. He's just Bob. We're like, oh, Bob? Yeah. You mean Bob? Bob? <laughs> <laughs> he really has become like family to us. And from the day that the first time he heard us sing live for him, it was, let me take you girls under my wing and give you a chance at the big time. And we're so thankful for that. He's taught us a lot. And he definitely pushes us to like our musical bounds. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be singing and let's say the key of E and it'll be like no you girls need to bump it up I want I want to hear you go higher I want to hear you go higher because I know you can do it and that is something on our creative team that's so important and we're so thankful for but yeah that you know when it's on the money and you get the look from Bob that you're doing something right then you're doing something right (laughs) but you also know when you get the look from Bob and it's not right you're like oh man I messed up back to the drawing board yeah let's go back in the studio cut it again (laughs) but it would be easy for one to assume like you hear Kid Rock and some people might be like, well, he's just a rapper. No. no. Bob, Bob Ritchie knows music, and he has a huge appreciation and love. And the other thing that I've known, and I don't know him well. I've met him a couple times. You love but, him. But through, just through his talents and, and the stuff that he's done with Cheryl, the stuff that he did on the Alabama song, the diversity in music. He is a connoisseur and a perfectionist of music. Like, he mm-hmm. will not let something go out the door no. unless it's perfect. And, I mean, I I remember Kid Rock when I was young, young. He had this song, you know, I remember when I spent the night. I mean, he had song yeah. that people probably wouldn't even, you know, categorize as Kid Rock anymore. Like, they mm-hmm. don't even know these songs. He, he was around a long time ago, and he's paid his dues. But he's become like this connoisseur of fine music and he only he only he like puts himself in the room with the people that he knows have it right and that's what i think is so cool about your guys's relationship with him is that he's he sees something in somebody and like says yes that's it you know like dean james is another guy that i've heard say and i've and when i heard dean when ben first Man. introduced me to dean i heard him on a <laughs> i heard him on a deck in tahoe in lake tahoe out west and I was like, good God. Who is this dude? And then Where'd he played the guitar, from? and then he played the piano, and then he played the drums. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. who in the freak is this? Yeah, and uh-huh. of course, kid, Bobby saw that, and he's like, yeah, that's that dude. That's powerful, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's saying a lot for Bob Ritchie to be like, yeah, we yeah. want to. I want to be associated with him. Because yeah. he's been there, done that with everybody. So, when you guys think about... Um, the what I'm talking about with these harmonies and I think about you know I've mentioned Hall of Notes before and I meant you, you guys mentioned Shenandoah and you talk about how how important it is with timing and stuff when I first heard Needle in the Haystack and you guys just did it in vocal warm-ups we'll be using that as social <laughs> to promote this yeah the timing is unbelievable and then Thank when all of the voices get together, it's just this like magical sound that you can't help but listen. And I think that's why y'all are gaining the traction that you do is because you can't put the music down. Once you start hearing it, you just want more. And that's what Ben and I talked about. I is love like, that you think it's that. Got tra- you. It's gaining traction because you can't put it down. Thank so let's you. do that song. I want the listeners to have an idea of what y'all do. This is Needle in the Haystack, Sweet Tea Trio. Searching for love's like a needle in a haystack Once in a lifetime, a lifelong dream Searching for love's like a needle in a haystack 
keeper in an ocean of throwbacks Searching for love is like a needle in a haystack Leaving for your hook can get kinda risky Hurts either way, it's kinda prickly Ain't it funny that Cupid ain't even nick me I don't know that I was anywhere near. Yeah, I was. I was, you know, giving her that look. You know, that look we were talking about. No. Not at all. I don't think it was bad. Oh, good. I'm glad he thought that's clean. Is there anybody else out there in that room? Van. Jan. Tommy. Tommy's out there. Hey, did that suck? Okay. Oh, thanks, Tommy. We really we promo Jack Daniels in here. I just Ven- I just Venmoed him a twenty to say that. <laughs> good job. The good thing it was part. great. No, I think it is tips. so killer. It's so Tommy. Is that pretty, Ben? Did you hear that? Oh, sorry. Is that pretty or what? God, I just. <laughs> Glad Thank you. Thank you. I think that coming from the outside of Music City, these guys are around it so much. Y'all are hearing so much music, so much yeah. talent in the city. It's hard to make it in the music business. Yeah, it's freaking hard, ain't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard, and we, you know, we've we've been through a lot. We've struggled a lot. You know, as you know, we've been through member changes, and now we've been blessed with Miss Charity here. But you know, there's a whole lot of hard work that goes behind it that people don't really talk about and they don't really know about. So, you know, you 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 take a trio, for example, and you think about the lines of people that are lined up ready to bust Nashville wide open. You got a line of solo artists, which is probably the longest line in Nashville, I would say. And then you got a duo, pretty long line, I would say. You got people who are doing that together. And then you have the trios. And the least amount of people are doing trio stuff. And so when we first became a trio, it was kind of like a, you know, 
And not many people are standing in line to want to be in a trio. Exactly, because they don't know how to work with other people. And they can't, they, it, it, I feel like it's hard for a whole lot of people to, um, to grasp that, you know what I mean? But we wouldn't, I mean, this is, it would be so hard by yourself in my It eyes, is. Yeah, you know? no, I, I came from doing it by myself. Exactly, and it's, yeah. It's so lonely. Like, I had my yeah. parents with me all the time. Even still, it was lonely because whether you're with friends or not, you're still giving up a lot when you choose music as you a are. career. And, I mean, granted, if, if it goes well for you, you get a lot in return, whether it goes well or not, honestly. Yeah. Um, but when you get to come into something else and have two best friends with you, it's it's you. so much more fun. Excuse it the is. Love fest, um, no, I like it. But let no. me ask you this concern regarding the love fest. You, you mentioned these lines. What if somebody did come to you, Victoria, and say, "Man, you kill it." I'd say no. What if they came to you, Kate? Hundred yeah. percent. Like if they if they threw yeah. the money at you and said, "Look." You ladies together are awesome, but go do that in church on Sunday. You got something special. You need to come because that's happened in the music business where, oh, yeah. where people will break up a group mm-hmm. because they get offered a solo career or something happens. This is so tight knit that it wouldn't even be entertained. I got to yeah. ask the question. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> no. If somebody handed me a million dollars and said, break up Sweet D Trio, be your own self, I'd say, no, that's not worth that. What if well, it was $10 million? I'd not ain't worth it. Good for you. Can't ain't take money it. with you. And I think Absolutely. what a lot of people don't like grasp is when you are in a band together we're not just getting on stage for 90 minutes to sing Mm -hmm. with each other there is so much more behind the scenes that we dedicate and we put in like we're constantly on the phone with each other constantly and i mean yeah (laughs) we are essentially each other's partner basically and to leave that and to know like how much she's put in how much she's put in how much work and effort that all three of us have put in i would never i would never break their hearts like that yeah well, no, to be quite I wouldn't honest, leave that. I wouldn't leave that. It's too lonely. Not. It's way too, too lonely. lonely. And on top of that, the three of us together, we collaborate so good, and our aspirations are so scarily similar mm-hmm. that why would you want to leave that? Because that's so rare to find somebody yeah. who has the exact same dream as you, the exact same passion as you, work ethic. the exact same work mm-hmm. ethic, the exact same family dynamic, too. You know, all yeah. three of us are really close to our families. Very close. Um, you know, so to find that and to you know, let it go for material. I always say we need a TV show just so fans and, like, people can see the behind the scenes of really what goes on because we have so much fun together. But there is heartbreak that there comes is. with There's it, There is. There's a too. lot of it. You get told no a lot more than you get told yes mm-hmm. in Music City. That's for sure. Well, let's talk about behind the scenes a little bit. How does the name come about? <laughs> okay. Funny story. So when Victoria and I met about nine years ago, we've been in a band. We've been Sweet Tea Trio essentially together for about nine years. Um, We had a mutual vocal coach. That's actually how we met Charity, through that same vocal coach. And we entered a music competition, like a singing competition. And we were a group at the time, and we had to have a name to sign up for the competition. And so someone just threw out the name. What if y'all were just Sweet Tea Trio? And I was like, ugh. I said, no. And I said, yes. We're all from Alabama. That's a great name southern yeah. culture goes with it. yeah and did you, you know, really think it was ugly oh yeah i hated it <laughs> sometimes i, like, I think she still does <laughs> she still hates it. sometimes there's a brand built around it though yeah like, most people are like sweet tree trio and i'm like dang it there it is there it is again <laughs> we like <laughs> to say if right you eventually. can say sweet tea trio five times fast like you get a gold looks. star <laughs> well gold okay star. so let's take let's go back to bob like he's very creative yeah. Did he have an issue with it? Oh, no. no. He loves the name. I do, too. He lo- I think it's it's, it's yeah. super cool. It fits us, too, I for think, what we yeah. are as the as a brand. It's so fitting. Branding you know, was. It's, it's undeniable. It really is. I mean, the first endorsement deal has got to be 
like a, a Lipton, a, Milo's, yeah, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A sweet tea. If you're gonna buy hit. sweet tea in a gallon, it needs Chick-fil-A. to be Milo's. Milo's is worth. Oh, I forget that you can buy Chick Fil A's. Um, is Milo's is Milo's Alabama company? It is an Alabama company. Who Milo's? At Milo's, where you at? Did y'all bring some with you? Oh, yeah. I wish. Mm-mm. You can buy like in Alabama. I don't know if you can do this you everywhere. Gas you can buy it at gas stations and like the individual teas. It's mm-hmm. great. Really? Yeah. Gas stations. Yeah, they'll sell it. That's real good. So you you mm-hmm. mentioned a vocal coach. So when you when you're dealing with the vocal coach, I've met several artists that have used them. They've there's rock. There's like ex rock musicians that are now vocal coaches. There's yeah. classical mm-hmm. vocal coaches. There's traditional vocal coaches. What kind of vocal coach was this? Is there one that's like segmented into country, country rhythm and blues? Is it country rock? Is it southern? Is it southern gospel? Is it more of a, a religion? Is is really really big in mm-hmm. this part of the country? Mm-hmm. So, are, do you guys start out singing in a church? Is your vocal church or vocal coach mm-hmm. one of uh, you have gospel bass like that, or how what does would it come you call about? Steve? A commercial. Shout out to, shout out to Steve Pennington. We I love would that call man. him commercial music yes. because he will very much do everything. He's Any worked genre. with like everything. Like he's done Broadway music. That's what he's really into now. He's worked with country singers for a while. That Off was like his main blues. thing. But he grew up singing and he still plays in church on Sundays. So he's very well rounded, I guess you would say. <laughs> um, so no, that's I would just call him commercial. I think he definitely takes the individual people that yes. he teaches and he molds his techniques into their talents, mm-hmm. which is... And he doesn't try to make you be anything you're not. That's right. He, like, I came yep. to him trying to get my Miss Alabama talent ready to go when I was in teen, and he was like, you do realize that you're like an actual singer, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you need to learn these three songs and come back to see me next week. And I was like, okay. Bless you. And so I did, and I remember when I first started out, I'd practice for like an hour at least every single night. And, like, the growth that I had literally in just a year from Steve was insane. Um, What songs? Do you remember your practice songs? Oh, gosh. Um, There's a song by, oh, gosh. Um, Do you remember the show Nashville? Yeah. Uh, Claire... Bowen, maybe Black like Roses was one of the songs. Walking After Midnight, of course, had to have of some course. Patsy Cline in there. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite Patsy, um, probably yodeling. There we was should, a little let's big town song. Let's hear a little song. bit of Patsy Cline, if you don't mind. Please. Oh gosh, oh, V, can spot. you play? I can play some, maybe. Gosh. Um, well, I mean, it's the great Patsy Cline. God, Patsy's my queen, so well, y'all, and she can yodel too. Yeah, you should hear this chick yodel. I want to hear a little yodel too. Okay, well that's Patsy Montana. Patsy Montana. That's a different Patsy. That other, that other Patsy. Oh, just kidding. I saw this one and decided to go for it. Oh, okay. We'll try and throw some things on it. Oh, my ring's jacking up. I fall to pieces Each time I Pretend we've never met 
All right. Wow, that's so pretty. I'll just, I know. I'll just, just do bigger. just the yodel and the cowboy okay. sweetheart. Okay. Okay. Save us some time, you know. Yeah, I have not yodeled today, so I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> you know, I don't wake up and yodel. It's <laughs> not the first thing we do. Yeah, Usually I wait until, like, the end of my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Farm, so that one's not that surprising. <laughs> our, our little, our yodeling queen over Fun there. Fact, you know how they talk about yodeling to goats in Switzerland? What? Uh, well, no, actually. yeah, that's how they call goats over in like Switzerland. That's how I'm going to call the turkeys tomorrow. Yodeling. Fun fact. Well, I was. I wanted Alabama to, goats don't respond to yodeling. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that for a second because yeah. you guys, the vocal coaches. So I'm. I come into the room and I want to hear kind of a lesson. This is how I would explain how I picture singing. Same as duck calling, same as turkey calling. You have your diaphragm in your stomach, mm-hmm. hot pressurized air that you build up in your stomach, travels yep. to your lungs and gains power, yep. gets to your throat where it hits the muscle called the larynx, gets its voice there at the larynx, comes up to the, your throat to the back of your mouth, over your tongue, pierced lips, soft tissues, your tongue, your teeth, your gums, all that start playing a mix. And then the presentation through the lips into the microphone is like the duck call, but it's tight pressurized hot air like yeah. you're blowing out. Like if you are maybe going to light up your mom's window to write your name in it on a cold day or clean your sunglasses off. Yeah. Is You're that, 10 steps ahead of me. I know. Yeah, I've never right? compared the two, but, but yeah. But know. when you blow a duck call or a turkey call, you bring all that air from your diaphragm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like uh-huh. when Axel sings Sweet Child of Mine, she's got us. And he's singing from his stomach. You can't sing yeah. from yeah. your mouth with puffy cheeks and yeah. all that, right? And you can't blow a duck call can't or a goose call. You can't sing from your lungs either. So I can't sing from your lungs. It's your stomach, right? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that what a vocal coach teaches? Because that's what yeah. a duck call that's coach teaches. That's what a good vocal coach will teach you. They don't all teach you that. They don't all teach you that. No. Yeah. The so it's like if you well. get punched in the stomach and they knock all the wind out of you. And then you're mm-hmm. trying to tell somebody a secret. That's how I was that's how I teach to blow a duck. Go, hey, yeah. I'm sorry. Come, I need and it, That's rah, actually rah, really smart. Rah, yeah. Rah, 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 yeah. I guess the way you that I figured out the whole <laughs> stomach <laughs> thing. You got it, you got it. You got it. That's it. But it's from your stomach, like a hen mallard talks or a coyote hells or an elk mm-hmm. bugles. They get punched in the stomach and that hen mallard goes, I can't. So you know, like from your gut, yeah. You know, like whenever you um, try to, you know, suck in and be skinny real quick, and like you get smaller when you breathe in to sing, you should actually get wider because you're taking in more air, so your stomach should come out rather than go in. Expand your diaphragm. And I did not know that for years, and it wasn't until like three years ago that I learned I had been singing incorrectly my entire life. Well, then how did Freddie Mercury sing? It's so little. Man. Like, so where, was a, where does that a, air go? Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, go? little people are always the ones that surprise you and have the biggest voices. Yeah. Well, yeah. Where you, does that come from? Does yeah, everybody, can everybody sing as far as if you applied that theory and those mechanics to it, 
And then there is the voice, though, right? You can't make your voice prettier, we can call you, that through tone. singing instruction? Yeah. You still have to have the, the oh, gift, either have right? it or you don't. So I, here's how I would explain that. So you could teach anybody to hit notes and have it on pitch and to know the technique to actually, quote-unquote, sing. But that magic, not everybody's got that well, magic. when you're talking, you're on pitch. You talk yeah. on pitch. You yeah. go, la, I'm it. talking right here. I could start talking like this the rest of the day. Yeah. But then when you apply it, like she's saying, that's where I feel like singing is different. You've got to be able to apply that to mm. notes on the a emotion, guitar and the a tone, piano. the pronunciation, yeah. Yeah. you know, get across the song and feeling with your voice. Yeah. There's a whole lot more to yeah. it than notes. I think the emotion is one thing that a lot of people overlook. Yeah. And then you've got to have it. Yeah. So give me some of your female influences or inspirations mm. both of you give me two each please of somebody that had it like has it because there's tons of okay. female singers that you hear like i just listen to you singing it's beautiful i heard you singing it's beautiful i heard you singing it's beautiful but now you have somebody sitting behind this glass like in a police station and you can't see them but they can see you and yeah. they're like she's got it but those two don't yeah we're taking that's what happens in nashville every day because some artists break and i know that there's a lot of politics because a lot of my podcasts are based on my opinion on country radio and what should be on there and what's on there and what's not on there and all that kind of stuff brent cop um but, they, <laughs> they, brent cop, Ed Hood. Brent cop, Ed Hood. but what i'm saying is that now you talk about you have that gift all three of you have it you have it Thank so you. what gives what gives, what is, how hard of a job is it to be not like a Simon Cowell in an American Idol setting? That's hard to be a judge in that. But now you're yeah. talking about millions of dollars, mm -hmm. record deals, touring, merch sales, beer sales. I mean, this is like your career. This is mm -hmm. how you're going to bring your, d develop revenue streams to support your livelihood for the rest of your lives. Mm -hmm. All of these record management, you know, production or publishers and record companies and management companies and agents and the Philip Morrises and all of the companies out there. Is it called Philip Morris, the agency? Um, William Morris. William Morris. William I'm Philip Morris' cigarette company, huh? <laughs> um, but it's, how do they pick? How, how, it, it, does every girl in Nashville that comes here have the gift? No. 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 And not every guy does either, mm -hmm. you know? It doesn't, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I think you you asking like who our absolute favorite is of all time. Two of my favorites are Stevie Nicks and Ann Wilson from Heart. Ooh, mm. two good ones. And to finish out my take on that is that back in the day, I feel like voice coaching, quote unquote, was not as much of a thing. You either had it or yeah. you didn't, and you cultivated it as an empire. Yeah. Stevie Nicks is a flipping empire. It was Heart an outlet. Is an empire. Mm -hmm. It's an outlet. It's your whole entire soul pouring out into songs. I feel like a lot of times nowadays it's notes on a grid. Yep. Yeah. With a guitar behind it. Because a lot of people mean? claim to be able to sing, and it's like That's it right. doesn't mean something. It to doesn't them, mean you know? something. Yeah. And you know, you listen to people back in the day, like even like Steve Perry, one of my oh. favorite rock singers of all time. Paul Rogers, one of my favorite rock singers of all time that's one of those things that you hear them and you know exactly what they're feeling. You know mm -hmm. exactly what they're doing. You hear their song and you hear a brand. You see a brand. You see all the things attached to them. I it's think of so Stevie Nicks. I think about that. everything. Her style. Yeah. Her, you know, her the Stevie Nicks logo. I think of Fleetwood Mac. I think about all their hits, you know. Oh, it's, she's incredible. It's yeah. And it's a, it becomes like what you're saying. It's, brand. it's, a, it's a brand. And I've been asking myself this question a lot. Yeah. And I'm not going to say any names that are... Nashville stars or country stars mm -hmm. now. But I often ask myself, 
you have the Stapletons who gets a tiny bit of play, right? And mm-hmm. I did say his name when I said I wouldn't, but I'm <laughs> Stapleton will sell out. <laughs> Stapleton will sell sell out any arena Incredible. arena yeah. in the country, and he's got one number one. I think he's written several, but he's got one. Yeah. I think one number one that he sang off of the Traveler album. I yep. think. Yep. If I if I'm, I might be wrong on that, can you fact check me on that? I might be mm-hmm. wrong. I think he's got one number one hit. The dude will sell sixty thousand tickets like yeah, Garth Brooks will. Mm-hmm. He's got mad talent. I often find myself wondering this, Miss Kate, because I know you listen to the podcast and I know yeah. that you know that I'm very biased about music. Yes. I don't know if there's a lot of country music singers that are on the radio currently, and I'm talking in the last 60 months maybe to now, that will be remembered like Merle's going to be remembered. Oh, and like the Waylon, legends. The, the legends. Bats. And then Travis Tritt's. Like, Travis yes. Tritt is one of the greatest of all time, and he'll be remembered. He'll go to any room in the country right Her now Timson. and sell out in minutes because he's, he's Travis Tritt. He's Travis Tritt. And he had that brand and those videos that he was making. Mm-hmm. Remember those videos? Y'all are younger oh, than, yeah. way younger than me. But He's those videos trailer. were like my life. Yeah. They were like mini movies. I was like, this is country music. Yeah. And you were crying at the you end of it. You remember waking uh-huh. up Sunday mornings and watching CMT CM- music yeah. Yeah. Doesn't happen And anymore. it being like Martini McBride, Broken Wing. And you just watch that video over and, and over again. And it doesn't happen like or that Or Concrete anymore. Angel. Oh, oh, yes. Amazing song. Great Mercy. video. She's amazing. That's she my all-time favorite artist. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's I, my favorite artist. I often find myself thinking, there, there's not many, if any, are going to be remembered. And I find the ones that I enjoy, the ones that I get into their songs and the lyric out front, and we've already said his name many times. I already told you before the podcast started that I always talk about Brent Cobb, <laughs> and Adam Hood's another one. And there's several of them that we get to work with. But why are they not, not bigger? On the radio. Why? Are, because mm-hmm. they would be remembered because their songs hit you. And and I I I talked to this man right here. I don't know if he wants me to say his name. He's been a guest on the podcast before, but I call it cubicle country. It just seems like there's all these country music nerds sitting in these cubicles, right? And spitting these songs out as fast as they can and sending them down this line like a machine with spokes on it. And it's just like is, will any of this be remembered in country music? Because I'm telling you, like, I remember, I will remember George Strait and Tracy Lawrence oh, and yeah. Mark Chestnut and Tracy Bird and, and Alan Jackson and, and the Hat Pack and Travis yeah. Tritt. Like, those are those are legends to me. And then there's even before that, the outlaw movement and all that with David Allen Coe and Waylon yeah. and Merle and all that. I'll remember those. I don't know if a lot of them that are singing today will be remembered. But even if it was appealing to the ear, who's making that assumption or that call, that judgment call to say, the people that are want to hear country music are going to listen to this poppy mm-hmm. R&B. I mean, there's hip hop in country music now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Very crazy. Nice. It's to not me. country, but it's not country to me. And mm-hmm. I've always said like the Florida Georgia lines that took the world by storm and to more power to you, go make your money and put a song out. Like chase was a writer on cruise and they did their thing yeah. and it's trendy and it's poppy and it's groovy. And you'll catch yourself singing it. Even when you don't want to admit that you mm-hmm. catch yourself singing it, but it's not country. So that's yeah. what I've always been trying to say is like, where's the different the difference between real country, traditional country music, and now you got to go to prime country to hear that, and then you got to go to the highway to hear the trendy stuff, and then you got to go to outlaw country to hear that, and they break it all and up. You go to Willie's to hear my kind of music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Willie's. I love the Roadhouse. Yes. But what is country music? How do you define it anymore? If you go on and it says today's country hits, and you listen to them. 
he said it himself today. He, I don't know one song in the top 20 right now. <laughs> and we say this. I think there's room for everyone. Absolutely. But a country, like you're saying, has evolved. And country is no longer just one genre. Yeah. It's country broken up into pop country, country, country that's coming back like Luke Combs. I feel like Luke has really brought a version of country that we weren't seeing for a while. Yeah, you know? not at he all. He has some of those undertone influences. A little with more rock A little more rock influence. You know, what we're wanting to bring back are, where are steel guitars? Are they sitting somewhere like in Where's the basement? Where's the fiddle? Jam? Where's Where the fiddle? Where's the fiddle? What happened to them? I know. And I think that's what we want to bring back. And, and I think there's room for that. It's sad that that's not classified. And maybe it still is. But when you listen to country radio now, that that's not what you're hearing. Like yeah. I could listen you to know. a party record and say that's country. Like I think John, oh, yeah. I think John is true. Yes. Traditional. He's such a cool dude too. He's the man. Yes. And he's so, and he worked his so butt sweet. off. They're so, they're great people. Mm -hmm. And he's country. His dad's a yeah. super dude, Mr. Yes. John. But He's country to me. Yep. He's got that George Strait, put on my Wranglers and my cowboy hat. He lives the lifestyle. He works on a tractor. He tends yeah, to his cattle. A country boy. He's a country boy. Yeah, he's from a country boy. area of California. He's about that life, basically. But he's he, he's riding and sticking to that country, and he's gotten a little he's got a little rock influence on some of his yeah. stuff. He oh, got yeah. a little he got a little poppy on that beer song with Thomas Rhett. That yeah. was a little bit yeah. a little, but it was still it was still trendy. But John Party is country to me. Mm -hmm. I can't say that about a, a ton of artists yep. that are out there. Yeah. Now here's where I'm going with this, and I want you you don't have to answer this if you don't. Miranda to me is the best, oh, the yeah. best of all time besides Dolly for female Queen. singers. Yeah. She's and I and I love Stevie Nicks, but as far as country goes. I, a whole different I think, I think there. Dolly. I think there's so many good ones. Martina's is amazing. Loretta. Yeah. Leanne, Leanne Womack. Loretta Lynn. Amazing. Leanne Rhymes. But, but she's also poppy. Oh, Leanne, so. yeah. Young Leanne Rhymes was Young amazing. Young Leanne When she was like 17 singing Blue, I was Her like, first record. who was She's like this? 13, I think, when that That's came crazy. out. It was Such insane. But who... Who is country now besides Miranda? Educate me. Is it Ashley McBride? She's oh yeah yeah yeah. Right? Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah. She's a bad Who are the country women of today mm. besides? I love Miranda Lambert. I think she's country as hell. Oh, us I too. love her. And I think she's talented as shit. She's a trendsetter, and she mm -hmm. she came out the gate, you know, just with something nobody has heard a female do. You know, she came out of the gate with the, with that with that hard grungy Growl. country thing. Well, Tin Man. That's oh man. Yeah. Hey yeah. there, Mr. Tin oh, Man. That was written by uh, Rip they, Your Heart Out. Rip Your Heart Out. Where where are those songs? That song, that new album that she just did with uh, what's that new record that just came out? I can't even think of his name. Uh, the country guy. I've been, I've seen him live at hundred. Hey, Ben, you in here? He left me. Consulting left. the Outsiders. No. She just redid <laughs> Tin Man with Jack Ingram. Oh, have you heard that? I did not know that. Have you heard Ooh. that album? No, oh, not at all. They just released it last week, and I and I saw Miranda. Uh, Miranda's on every cut on it. Just let me, wow. Let me show, let me. I think Ashley McBride just for to sure. Answer that I question. love her. I feel like she is putting out and her good, good music. Oh, her my songs, gosh. my gosh, they're so good. I fangirled when we saw her. We got to open up for her, and I fangirled I, hard. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I saw her in oh, um, Birmingham, actually, and D. White was opening for another Alabama yeah, and artist. She's got, and she's got a, a bunch of her hits. Was going just on like that in awe. They released. She does her own version it. of a "I've Been Everywhere" oh, yes. that includes lots of alcohol, ah! and I think it's so fun. That's funny. She's like, awesome. Who it's is it? Great, Ashley McBride. She's so talented. She is. But who are the country women of today? Who are they? I mean, I want to know like who's going to take that torch and run with it because Miranda, I think Miranda's like in her mid-30s and it seems like yeah. she's been in country music for 20 years she yeah. was so young when yeah. she broke in 
Lainey Wilson's putting out some cool yeah. stuff. Lainey's got I some her. groovy stuff. She's um, she's killing it. Lainey Wilson. Lainey Wilson. Mm-hmm. She's real cool. Um, one of our good country's car- a turnip green. Yeah, country's a turnip green. One of our good carnival girls, Miss Kylie Fry. Um, mm-hmm. She's, she's kind of the Texas queen. She's she's bringing some country back. Are you three country music? Absolutely. I think. I yeah. I, would I say think we're we a good are. blend too because Kate's very much like she jammed into like all the '90s stuff, and I do too. But I also grew up listening to like country music from like the '30s mm-hmm. and on up. I mean, mm-hmm. and you probably listen to more current music than we do. And yeah. V's got some of that like country rock in her. So like, yeah. I'll, I'm more of an outlaw girl. Hank yeah. Williams Jr. is my favorite are, country singer. Are of you all unapologetic because y'all are wearing camo? You guys, yeah, completely. You guys kill animals. You <laughs> yeah. eat wild game. Absolutely. You you party a little bit. You're you're not you're unapologetic for the way you were brought up. You were raised right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're close you. with Amen. your mom and dads. Amen. Your siblings. Yeah. Jesus is our man. But you're not going to shade away from the fact that you live off the land and kill animals because somebody tells you, hey, you can't show that part because you're going to piss off part of your fan base? Absolutely not. You know, we're we're those kind of girls that that's a part of our true selves, and that's a passion of ours outside of music. Um, and we are unapologetic about it. You don't it, see a sure. lot of country artists, women, or women trying to make it in this industry hunting. We want to corner that. We, we want to corner yeah, that market. That's a part of us. And the world shuts down tomorrow. I know the we three of us, we're going to go out in the woods. I'm going to go kill some turkeys. They're going to kill some turkeys and veal, we'll be able to eat. Veal yeah. garden for us. Yeah. 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 We will have our meat and vegetables. Yeah, absolutely. Don't try me on a backstrap now. <laughs> so you just, in, couple, in one way or another, you're trying to tell me all not to cook too? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like really cook? <laughs> yeah. Or just really southern, cook. southern cook? Oh, I know how to southern cook. Uh, I mean, Kate that's the best Falcon <laughs> has a cooking gene like I've never seen before. My daddy is like, oh. we're Cajuns. So, oh, you know, yes. my daddy can cook just about any kind of Cajun food. I tell but you what. You Ooh. put anything in front of him, I promise you, you can make it a, a really great meal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're so, well fed at the Falcon house. And I garden. So, like, yeah. my family, like, we have, like, two two acres worth of garden at the house. So that's what I'm doing most times when I'm home. So How old are y'all? I'm 22. 22. I'll be 22 next month. And I'm 24. So y'all are very seasoned already at a young age. So when I met y'all the first time, you guys were, you two, you were 18 and you were 20. Mm -hmm. Babies. Mm -hmm. You guys are talking about gardening. You're talking about, you're talking about living off the land. You're talking about, Mm -hmm. you're starting a business and a brand with this music career. It's pretty young age to be where you're at already. Thank you. And what is it that got you there, you think? Is it, did have you caught the break yet? Is it pure talent or is it be, and where I'm going with this question, think about this, is that y'all have already said that it's the passion mm-hmm. that's going to win it over. It's the passion in the music. It's the love. It's that being able to hear that come out in the song. Mm-hmm. But you guys are also showing that in every other aspect of your life, right? Whether it's your family, whether it's your garden, whether yeah. it's your hunting, whether it's your friendships, whether how you said y'all love each other. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mature theory or outlook on life for such a young age. What do you guys accredit that to? Like, is it your upbringing that got you that? Is it your education? Are you highly educated? Y'all have master's degrees and PhDs. Nope. What, no. What do you accredit that to? Um, I'd say first off, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do nothing without him. I'd say number two, our families. Um, I say you grow up fast when you sacrifice a lot at a really young age, yep. and you're on the road. There were there were times where you know we were gone for months on end, and you know I'd give my parents a hug right before meet and greet. Um, once a month, um, and I think lots of going. Our parents have 
and I can speak for all three of us, they've done so much for us to be able to be where we're at today, Mm -hmm. you know, to be sitting on Music Row and be managed by Kid Rock. There's a lot of glitz and glam, and it sounds fabulous, but a lot of the behind the scenes, our parents were driving us to shows at 3 a.m. in the morning on the Mm -hmm. way home. And they were waking up and going to work the next day. Yeah. And so all all of our parents are really hard workers. And when you think about when we think about our fans, we know that people are spending their hard earned money to come to our shows. Hundred percent. And we grew up with blue collar living people. You know, yeah. our, our parents waking up, going and going to work after driving yeah. all night. Yeah. And so we know that people are out there working hard and they're making a living. And when they come and spend their money to come to one of our shows, we want them to leave feeling like I know those girls and yeah. they appreciate me, you know, because I feel like that's also kind of what country music is missing a little bit is that appreciation for for the people working, worker. the everyday worker, yeah. you know, yeah. the blue collar boys. That song Alabama had, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna think of was it that one? We'll talk about daddy. No, it's not that one. Y'all give me just a second, I'm gonna find it. <laughs> fact check, fact check, but um, yeah, well, the, on that same line, Victoria did. You, you see some TV shows or a sitcom or a movie, and sometimes mm-hmm. the theme is, oh, you're not going into comedy. You you go you get to school and you get a job. Yeah. yeah. So are your parents 100% still supportive of your dreams? Because this is a dream. To become a professional country music act is like be, becoming a, a baseball star, right? It's it's, the odds are stacked in everybody's favor to do it because there's so much mm-hmm. competition and talent out there. Mm-hmm. Then you add on politics on top of that. Mm-hmm. Then you add on the money and the investment and all of the things that it takes to build an artist on top of that. Do your parents ever sit back and go, are you sure you still want to keep going down this route? Are you ready to become a mama now? Are you ready to slow down and get a family? Like, is there <laughs> pressure from them to, to stop the dream? No. Yeah. Um, if anything, there's push to keep on just because they have been, they've been there for us through the thick and thin, through our lowest points through this whole entire thing. And I think the most wonderful part about our parents is that they never stop believing in us. And when we were kids, they believed us when we said, Mom, I want to do this for a living. And I think that was really the most pivotal point for us as kids. You know, they believed us when we said we were serious and we wanted to do this as a lifetime career. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. they're amazing and they, they understand. I know, right? <laughs> well, they understand and they're, you know, they've always been there for us. They've always pushed us. You know, there's none of, none of the, are you sure you still want to keep going? It's a, no, I've seen how hard you've worked you're and you're going to keep going because you deserve this. When you our know. daddies are the first one to like jump in a sprinter van and say, okay, girls, you're so going, sweet. you're going to Michigan this weekend. I'm driving you. You know, that's and so they cool. still will drive us. Our parents still are a driving force and if we need behind them, we us. You well, know. it's like a couple of weeks from now, we're going to be actually flying down to Florida. And my parents are going to drive eight hours down to Florida. So my dad's going to get to see one of his buddies. But, like, we'll throw our guitars in there and it'll be safe, you know. So it's it's cool to have people that are willing to go that distance for you. And I think, in so many you know, areas there's a lot distance. of musicians that don't have that or maybe they don't want that. But having somebody who's willing to... Like Kate said, spend hours out on the road doing everything they can for you while you're at work. And when you get off work, they go to their work is just amazing. The yeah. greatest. Yeah, the best we appreciate feeling. them more than they even know. More than they know. And when you start talking about what you said, you know, this can be a dream. And you have these sacrifices that you've made yourselves personally. Mm-hmm. Your families, a ton of sacrifice, right? Moms and dads are notorious for that, driving their kids to all their baseball games. I mean, if you you read the stories about the greats, like Bryce Harper, dropped out of high school because his dad traveled with him 165 games a year. He went back and got his GED so he could go attend 
a community college to be the number one pick in the draft. Sean mm-hmm. White dropped mm-hmm. out of high school to go travel to ski resorts all the time. Scotty Lego won a gold, a bronze medal in snowboarding for our Olympic team. Millions of dollars in professional snowboarding. He's got a, a 10th grade education. His, mm-hmm. his parents just started driving yep. to all these competitions. Mm-hmm. The greats did it, right? They sacrificed. But when you start going down this path that you're in and you're making all these sacrifices, what is the goal? What's the end game, Victoria, to be able to say we did it? Now, there's a lot of musicians out there that can fill a room of, of 1,500 and sell some tickets and some shirts at the merch stand, and you make a pretty good living. Mm-hmm. And then you got Miranda that can yeah. buy Texas now, mm-hmm. right? They've yeah. done it. They've made Texas it. Texas she's got thing. Grammys. She's got a, She's got awards. She's got gold records. She's yeah. a songwriter of the year. She's won album of the year twice now. Um, what is the end goal? Now, I, I'm asking mm-hmm. in, the, in just the simple sense of, you said Jesus, and he's going to set you on that path. I understand that. But you're also competitive or you wouldn't be in this game. Mm-hmm. Do you want the big awards? Do you want the big houses? Do you want Do you want the gold and the diamond rings? Or is it okay just to have 15 people in the room watching you all sing 10 years from now as long as you're making a modest living? I will say this. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. I'm absolutely stumped, but there's there's... There was this quote one time by Charlie Daniels, and somebody asked him one time at a show, hardly anybody, like, showed up. And somebody interviewed him and asked him, so what do you think about the fact that only 15 people showed up? He said, I ain't ain't playing for the people who aren't here. Mm. Yeah. We're showing up for the people who show up for us. Now, one of these days, if that's six million people that show up for us and we get to win Grammys and awards and stuff, great, we're changing six million lives. Yeah. If 100,000 people pack out a place for us, we're changing 100,000 lives. If 10 people come to a show of ours and at least one person shakes our hand and says, that song meant so much to me, yeah, we've changed a life. So I think... I think our trust that the road we're going to go down is going to provide for us is yes. key here. Yeah. Completely. Completely. That's a great question. I'm, I'm stumbling on how to answer but that. As, but yeah, as you leave here today, think about that because this is where, in my opinion, the hate, the animosity, the envy, the things that destroy the culture and the fabric of our communities and our in our country, because envy is real. Haters oh, are it real. It is. It is. Greed is real. This is a real thing. An and unhealthy competition. And then you go into the next step of this, okay? And then you start talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. And you start talking about Insta Famous. And mm-hmm. everybody's living their happy, Ugh. best life. And nobody's sad. Nobody's Nobody struggling. knows what depression yeah. is. Nobody knows that you are going to have peaks and valleys in this. And uh-huh. if you don't make it, or it takes you longer than you thought that, to get there, there's going to be those times where you got to challenge yourself to get back up and say, hey, we're still got to work at this because it's not easy. And it's not, it's not one of those things. It's something that you have to think about. And I've had to think about it in my life a lot. Like, what if, what if this risk doesn't pay off? What right. if, what if I fall on my face again? Tons I of have, what ifs. I fell on my face in the restaurant business. I fell on my face in the construction business and you get back up and you're like, shit, that was, it well, hurt for a minute, but I'm going to, I'm going to get back now. on that bowl. Yeah. But you got to think about the pressures that come with, that limelight and getting to it, staying in it, staying relevant. And then the challenges that come with that, of like what I just mentioned, because that's what I've seen in the music business of some artists of like, wow, it's really changed you. You're mm-hmm. not that sweet little Jesus church going Alabama girl anymore. This really took its toll on you. It changed. I've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. yeah. with several artists, mm-hmm. several athletes. Several, you know, credible celebrities or whatever you call them to where they're not the same person anymore. So I often ask that question of like, what if Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. You do get sad. What if you do get kicked and you're down and you get told that you suck or you're not well, we good do. and you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? All the yeah. time. Yeah. That's something that happened, has happened to us often in our career. It and I mean, yeah. you know, I feel like we could go on for hours we and really hours. We really truly like, could. Especially gotta like have with skin. member changes and with the losses that just Sweet Tea Trio, if you take Sweet Tea Trio as a whole, we've had two member changes. Charity's just now coming into this and we're so thankful for her. But that came with a lot of heartbreak for us, for Victoria yeah. and I. And, you know, it was looking at each other and saying, we believe in this yep. and we believe there is a third girl out there who would love us and love what we have to offer, you know, aside from the music thing. Like we just wanted someone to also love us and want to do it with us. And then here comes Charity and she Friends falls. through the whole thing. Like, yeah, friends through the whole thing. There, The times that we called her crying because our yeah. hearts were essentially broken. Like oh, yeah. we've been you a band for, for eight years and now it feels like everything's falling apart. Yeah. Lived in Nashville for two years. Now we got to go back home. What are we doing? You know, a bunch of stuff like that. And you know? well, how, do you, how do you, how do you, when you start talking about that, and it's along the same lines as my question mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. real life stuff. Like real life, you got a buddy. I got a buddy. He's my best friend. We do everything together for years. And this is hypothetically, mm-hmm. but it really does happen. Yeah, meets a girl. He gets what we call whipped. It's happened to me. <laughs> Stop doing things with your friends. Then comes marriage. Then life changes. People mm-hmm. coming in and out of your lives, your entire lives. You oh, guys, yeah. that's right. you girls are young. Yeah. You'll find that that's more right. and more. I, I ask myself all the time, like. Well, he was here today, gone tomorrow. She was here today, gone tomorrow. It's, you mm-hmm. got to trust in God. You got to trust in the path. Right. You got to trust that people are coming in and out of your life for a reason. But what, what what if real life does set in and that happens? How how concrete can this trio be? Mm-hmm. Have you challenged yourself enough to know that she's not going to get married, Ben's whatever kind of cousin he called his cousin, <laughs> and she's not going to run off and have six kids by the time she's thirty and sweet yeah. teacher? She doesn't yeah, have time to be in that spring of anymore. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's yeah. all of these options, and I'm not trying to paint it like in a dark way, but no, it's, no, it's no, no. Ama- you're being real. You have to trust the other two. A you lot. have to trust yeah. each other, um, you know. And I think, I, and I think I can speak for the three of us. Having Charity join us was a feeling like we've never had before. Not even in the beginning stages of Sweet Tea, you know. So having somebody come into it who was so dedicated right off the bat is is a blessing now when you get kicked and you're down and to answer your question i think it's a matter of do i want to get back up or not right that's everybody okay 100%. do i want to get back up or not there's been plenty of times where <laughs> go ahead and crack it open hey look i, I know that y'all Sponsor? have a set tonight and you can't this yeah we're sponsored by bud light but no, bud light. <laughs> I, I don't want to interrupt you keep going I'm very no interested no um i think for everybody it's a do i do i stay down or do i get back up and I think it's a whole lot better when you got, you know, however many people around you going, nah, you're going to get up. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get, you're up. Gonna get up. You're going to get up. I know like, you feel like you want to sit down right now. You're going to get up. Like, me and my dad had this conversation, like, the other day, actually. He was like, you know, looking back at you girls and how bad you struggled, like. Y'all really went through the ringer. I can't imagine. And I was like, well, you were there for the <laughs> whole entire there. thing. <laughs> yeah. Did you um, black out? <laughs> and he was like, and you, he was like, but the thing that, that. I appreciate about you and Kate, though, is that you decided to get back up. And that, and that, even if you had a billion people telling you, you got to get up, you got to get up, you know, you may not have gotten up right then, but you yeah. got up. 
Um, have you and, ever felt like you didn't want to though? Yes. Oh God. Yeah. So you you've laid in bed and cried and said I can't do this oh, anymore. Oh God. Yeah. 100%. Somebody somebody like gave you a, a critic a critic said something or somebody told you that it wasn't worth your time and it just beat you to the point to where you were like maybe over questioning and over again. It. Over and over. Again. So has Bobby played a role in this? Because the same thing has happened to him. Bob's incredible. Bobby hasn't had the radio success that Bob Ritchie and Kid uh-huh. Rock should have had. He's an amazing artist, but he's ne- he's been critiqued in ways that right. he probably made him go, what the? And I'm sure he's got that, you know, who gives a F attitude because he's shown that too. But inside, I bet you that man's been hurt by that before. And oh, he's yeah. probably talked to you all about that. Absolutely. And I think, that, so having guidance from somebody who has flawlessly crossed every single genre known to man and who has a heart like he does is, has been great for us because Bob at, we've, because we have been through so much, Bob could have at any point been like, you know what, girls, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work for y'all. Do you really want to do this? Not once did he say that. He said, all right, let's keep going. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. You got another Ooh, member change? Make all, me right, cry. Let, all right, let's keep going. You want to do a record? All right, write more music. Let's get going. Yeah. I really like this song. Put it in the pile. Let's get going. Let's 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 make you stars, you know? Who cares if you got another third member or not? And me and Kate just knew. We just knew. We were like, that's not it. Everybody's telling us, you know, you should just be a duo. That'd be easier, right? I mean, easier, I was right? friends with them. I thought that's what they were going to do. She even yeah. thought that's what we were going to do. I was but like, then, okay. And then we, we called ju- her on the phone one day. We were like, hey, Charity, so we've been stalking you for months. Would you um, <laughs> would you potentially be interested in becoming, you know, the third member of Sweet Tea Trio and going through an extensive audition process? Yeah, and I don't she think was like, I even uh, told her yes. I was like, uh. uh, uh <laughs> I, I'm... Uh, what? <laughs> well, and and Bob loves her too. He was so impressed by her when he first met her. But um, you know, a lot of what a lot of people don't know is that Bob was a single father on the road. Um, his son, you know, he's flipping awesome, and he's got a beautiful little grandbaby girl. Her name is Sky. Um, but you know, he was he was dealing with that on the road and being a great, wonderful father while trying to chase a career that. You know, he knows what it's like to get kicked down and then kicked while you're down and then pushed while you're down and knocked out while you're down and then still decide to get back yeah. up, you yeah. know. So he has given us some encouragement on the way, you know, like eh, it, it's it's a bump in the road. That's what he always says. Like, you know, you got another member change. That's a bump in the road. And it's, it's just like part of the for us, journey. it feels like the end of the world. And he's like, it's a bump in the road. You'll be all right. How cool is that? Looking back now, do y'all think they were bumps in the road? 100%. 100%. But in that moment, you know, it felt like the end of the world. world. But for us, you know, the fact that he can sit there and believe in us that much to say that means the world to us. Mm -hmm. You know, just it's a bump in the road. Well, if you think that, we think that. I guess let's go. (laughs) You know, Um, but he's been good at encouraging us to keep going for sure. And it's like, I think we all have those days when you're just like 100%. spent and you're like, I don't even, I'm not even good at this. Like, I just need to go home. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know nail. what writing a song is. I can't like, sing. I can't sing. I can't sing a harmony to save my life for sure. I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I remember, especially when I would be upset, whether it was a boy or whether I physically got injured or anything, my little old Alabama mama would look at me yep. and say, get tough or die. and so you had to learn to get tough so what was the song Miranda sang about her mom about the broken heart mama's broken heart heart. heart. how do you know paint your toes line your lips keep them closed I love it little girls are meant to be seen I think it's one of those things to where the 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 scare in that because a lot of people you know the the people that make it are risk takers Mm mm-hmm the only risk in life is a risk not taken. The guy, the people, the guys and g- girls 
that bet on themselves, mm-hmm. like the Buzos that are worth 180 billion now because of what he did to get there. Mm-hmm. His education at Princeton, his master's degree, his nights of working 24 hours when nobody in this world knew that man was working. Mm-hmm. We only know him now. Yeah. Right. We only know Joe Rogan now. Joe Rogan has been doing that podcast for 15 years and blew up and got paid for it finally last year. You looking from the outside in, you could say, oh, they made it. Nobody understands the sacrifices. But there's also in what I look at when I look at girls like you is the fear of it, because usually it's the other way around of getting the education, getting that nine to five, getting that husband, getting that house with the mm-hmm. white fence and the picket fence and the kids in the yard with the one pet in the garden. That's right. And life is nice, right? Yeah. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. comfortable. There's yeah. not... We there, don't like comfort. I'm not saying that yeah. there still isn't downfalls in that kind of life and bad times and sad times and all that. But when you're out on your own and you're away from family and you're trying to build something like this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fright that could, that could creep in there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm always thinking about is like a lot of people don't get to experience that. And that's why the cake tastes so good when you finally get to take a bite out of <laughs> yeah. it because, yeah. because that fright was there of like, man, I don't know really yeah. why, why yeah. I'm even trying this, right? Yeah. It's the people that make it, they, they just kick the door down and, and, or got a little bit of an opening and then kicked that door down and kept it open, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. because they, did, they wouldn't give up. When that but, door got shut 12 other times. Lots you of know. times. Yeah. Lots or of when times. it takes 10 years and boom, you're an overnight success. Yeah. 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 Those are and my over, An overnight success is 10 years of work. Yeah. Well, Haley Witter sang that song, has that song, 10 Year Town. I oh, she's so good. Yeah. Great yeah. song. She's great. I will definitely say Little Big Town is a huge influence mm-hmm. to us. Oh, we, yeah. And you read their story and you hear about their story and they had member changes along the way and now you look at Little Big Town and they're Little Big Town, right? And I think they're a huge example for us. I mean, they bring their families out on the road and I think that's what, that's the end goal at the end of the day. Yeah. Be able to provide for your family. Go out on the road, bring your kiddos on the road and ride some tour buses together and write some songs and put out records and do the whole thing but there's room to have family in that too mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the scary part when people think about being an artist is oh, I have to choose family or I have to choose being an artist and at our age we're choosing to be an artist yeah. we ain't, we're not looking to have babies right now and get married yeah. right now and nothing against anybody that does decide that but it's no, a it's sacrifice a thing, but this yeah. is a sacrifice yeah. you can't do it it's like yeah. time's yeah. different for everybody you know my brother when both of my brothers actually at 22 got Pregnant, then engaged, then married, all in the same year. Can I year. ask you how your brothers got pregnant? Is that an Alabama thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not an Alabama, Alabama thing. It's an Alabama it is. Them and their, at the time, girlfriends that then turned into fiancés, that then turned into wives, that then turned into the mother. Well, I guess they were technically the mother of their children first. But um, it just, you know, that was their time in their life. And one went to college and was in college when he found that out, and the other one was working. My life, I barely got a stable boyfriend, you know, like <laughs> yes. much less somebody that, um, you know, is like not. It's just like one of those things where it's like the timing in everybody's life is so different. Yes. Yeah. Like V's 24 and I'm 22 and we're not at the exact same po- spot mm-hmm. in our life. But like we think very similar with how mm-hmm. we do things. So mm-hmm. there's timing is important. So have any of you ladies thought about your timing and when this is going to happen? Like when is the world gonna hear sweet teacher really soon finally really soon so do you have some news to tell me that we're allowed to talk about or is this a secret well we're getting really really close to put a song out and getting our music out to the public after how many years yeah yeah way too long I can only imagine how you gals feel because I'm like brand new to this and I'm like can we hurry up and put stuff out I know (laughs) so well explain that to me please is you mean to radio 
Oh, no, just to the world. You know, whether it's radio or not, we're not real sure. But um, We released an EP years ago, and yep. essentially that is the only music that's out there of Sweet Tea Trio, and it's not who we it's are. It's not us. If you go and listen to that EP today, it's we're a different Sweet Tea in bigger and better ways. All I'm going to say is if you do, be sure to listen to Live from Live Oak County. That's my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> That's, that's one of my favorite ones. Kate sings in Spanish on that one, yeah, and he does. sings opera. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you can cool. Sing da, 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 da. No, that's tequila. <laughs> <laughs> that is tequila. <laughs> that's, that's the best I can do in Spanish. I do know a song about a backpack in Spanish that I learned in Spanish class, but that's as far as we get with that's that. As far as you get. Yeah. I can sing Christmas songs. Yeah, we're looking forward to putting out new music soon. It's been a long time coming, and oh, man. We've been writing for years. Yeah. Um, years. But we're finally getting to that point to where now we're just like, all right, we've 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 got it now. We feel like we've written enough songs to get us to the point to where now we're writing songs that are the truest version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're breaking out of our shell. We're, we're showing, like, our passion for the outdoors is another example. We're getting to show the world little more personal things about us that we never have before. We've done um, some living. We've done some Between living. our EP that we released in, like, 2017, 2018. Life was perfect. And 2021. You know, we were teenagers then. Our mamas and daddies were driving us to shows and... You know, we moved to Nashville, and then we're told to move back home, and we had some breakups and some heartache, and, you know, essentially we're knocked on our <laughs> flat butts. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done living, and I feel like that's really going to be represented in our new music, and that's really going to come out, and it's going to be authentic to us. Well, I think it's awesome. Thank you. I think the story's cool. Thank you. Y'all should come on here more. We would oh, love, we would love it. This yeah. is so fun. This is so much fun. You just let us know. I've only been minorly fangirling this entire I time. Love I love the podcast. I listen to the podcast. Really cool. I Like so I told much. you, I never did much hunting stuff, so I didn't know who you were until I told my brother. I was like, yeah, we're doing some some, some hunting thing, like some guy, the, the foul life. And Jeffrey was like... <laughs> Let me teach you. Yeah, <laughs> let, yeah let me just show you. Like, you, you, you need to be educated before you do this. <laughs> and I was like, probably well, yeah, so. I was, I, I, we, we do need to do a hunting one sometime. But I'm really... That'd be great. I, I'm always interested in the story behind the music. You know, like you've seen all those documentaries like that. But I just think it's cool what y'all are doing. Thank you. I think you. it's badass. Thank you. We're going to kill some turkeys tomorrow. Yeehaw. Yeah. yeah, let's do that a little bit. Let me hear, let me hear what you're doing. <laughs> Cut a little bit. Yelp a little bit. A good gobble. I can't Thank do it without you. laughing. Yeah, you had a great gobble. I can't do it. I try. Like if you could yodel a turkey in, I'd be set. You'd be set. I'm going to need these two. You might be able to. <laughs> I, hey. I saw this video the other day. Have, you ever, have y'all ever seen a turkey attack itself in the reflection? <laughs> no. No, but no. I need to. What? So, right. This, this turkey in Georgia the other day come out of this these woods, and this guy has uh, seen him in the field over there, so he started cutting at him just... Yelping a little bit, and that tur- here comes this Tom comes across the road, and this is all on video. That's crazy. And the guy had just got his car washed and waxed, so his hubcaps <gasps> were shiny as heck. And, the and tom- that turkey no. saw himself in the hubcaps, and he walks around the entire <laughs> truck. Just no, no freaking way. Popping the hubcaps, pecking no at him, way. trying to fight that turkey in the hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how rutted up these turkeys are. We're in Georgia the other day. Wow. Man, he I've been was, hunting in the wrong place then. I need to go to Georgia. And then Bobby Johnson was saying that somebody's uh, bumper right down here by his place Bobby. in Tennessee, he's got a shiny bumper on his truck, and the turkeys just knocked it to heck, came in there and just pecked it to death. Well, one of our best friends, his name is Josh Carney. Um, go check him out if you've never heard of him. He's flipping awesome. He does, like, 
any call you could ever think of just with his voice. Is he the Southern kid? The, the yeah, son, son of the, of the South. South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him at NWTF. He sent me a he's video. So oh, he's precious. He's, awesome. he's so He's in a so wheelchair, awesome. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah you're going to get awesome. to meet him tonight. So yeah, awesome. um, he sent me a video the other morning, and he said, V, this bird traveled about 500 yards to come to bark at this glass door. And it was a video of his neighbor's back door, and the turkey was strutting back and forth, looking at himself in the, I guess, the glass. The and he was and he was pecking at it and gobbling. And, I mean, this is like 50 yards from his back door, and he was just so mad. Wanting to fight. Yeah. To fight. All right. Let's do one. Let's do right. one new song. Okay, oh, a new let's one. Let's give the world I'll something have. new. Let's go. Or we could do. Let's give them something to talk about by Melissa Etheridge. Oh, I knew y'all would sound pretty on that one. <laughs> this is a new one that we wrote, and to kind of intro this, this is the first song that we wrote as a trio with Charity joining the band, and um, it's kind of about city slicker rednecks. You know those guys that. Why you look at me when you said that? Most of the boys <laughs> I was looking for confirmation. Oh, all okay. right. I I thought you were looking for an example. No, she can look at all of my past relationships and boom. (laughs) There we are. So all of Charity's exes. Um, But, you know, just the guys that say, yeah, I'm a country boy, but they wouldn't even know how to hold a shotgun. So that's what we wrote this one about. Oh, is this kind of like Justin Moore's He Can't Bait a Hook or whatever? Exactly. We got a little sass in here. Cowboy, never pushed a plow, boy. Why you making eyes at me? Stranglers in a t-shirt, never seen red dirt, honey upside to see. I'll never hold a hay bale, scared of a hangnail. Think you got a chance with me? Cause I can tell you're trying like hell on them boots. Don't feel feet. Oh, cause you're all head and no cattle. And I don't believe you could climb that stand on your own Well, I bet you drive a tractor and dip tobacco Wanna pour me something strong But I'm a honky-tonk girl from a hillbilly world And buddy, I can buy my own Cause you're all had in the cattle You're no Yeah, you're all 
freaking rad. I love that. That's freaking rad. Thank, Thank you. you. I don't think anybody's ever rhymed tobacco with tractor. <laughs> While well, we were sitting there. That was awesome. I was like... That you drive a tractor and dip tobacco. Dip your tobacco. I like it. It just fits. Big time like it. That Thank is you. killer. It's called Thank all hat, no cattle. All right. Any closing words? Sweet tea tree. I'm going to I'm gonna try to figure out what y'all would be named if you didn't use sweet tea tree. I'm going to come up with another one. Oh, just okay. Ah. I'll be texting y'all. Okay. I can't do it on the spot. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to think about it. I need a couple months. <laughs> Thank you for having yes, us. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. It was Heck so much yeah. fun. Thank you. So much fun. Y- y'all are a treat. That was so cool. Oh, Thank the you. The music is rocking. Ben, did you enjoy that song? So good. <laughs> they are good, ain't they? We love Ben. I like Ben's just our hype man. Always. So good. Always. So good. Always. Our little hype he, man redneck. He stood me up for y'all last night, so he must like you more. <laughs> crawfish. It was the crawfish. Mm-hmm. crawfish. <laughs> we did learn something, though, that you suck the heads on every crawfish you eat. Amen. All of them. That's All crazy. <laughs> That's, oh, that's why the good would, why stuff wouldn't is. You? Why would you? There's so much flavor in one. If to, I mean, it will take care of like the next six or seven See, tails. I do everyone with you. I mean, I just think it's. I had never eaten crawfish until last night, so that was an experience for me. And I'm not gonna lie, I did skip a couple every now and then. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, God, no. so good. I suck those things so hard. I need that like crawfish juice in my veins. <laughs> in her veins. All right, where can the world find you? On Instagram at Sweet Tea Trio. Mm-hmm. Website. SweetTeaTrio.com. Facebook. At Sweet Tea Trio. Twitter, the, at Sweet Tea Trio. The new music will be out in the next little bit. Yeah, so yeah. once we get ready to put new music out, you can find it on all our social platforms. We'll definitely be hyping it up and letting everybody know. Um, but it'll be on Spotify, Apple Music. We'll make sure that it's on everything. All right. I'm going to ask that we go out with one more yodel. this has been another episode of this life ain't for everybody podcast i'm so excited to have sweet tea trio on the show check out their music support these ladies they are absolute badasses they live off the land they garden they hunt they cook wild game they eat wild game they love their families they love jesus they love their music they're passionate about life that's why they're on the show we appreciate the friendship with them what song should we go out with ladies do you want to do one live or do you want me to play one off of the album the first ep we're gonna go out with a sweet tea trio song we can do one live if y'all want oh okay okay we got a good one we think you might like okay and this is gonna be i gotta i gotta name it and we're gonna go out it's another original this is an original called fishing condition oh oh damn it girl (laughs) this is fishing condition we're leaving the podcast now y'all support sweet tea trio they're gonna rock the world Thank you for listening. Today's episode, again, was brought to you by Jack Daniels, the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. These girls never drank until they all turned 21. They all told me that. They're all looking at me funny. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Jack Daniels, for believing us. Thank you all for downloading and subscribing to all of our podcasts. This Life Ain't For Everybody, Where the Payment Ends, and The Foul Life. Brand new episodes of The Foul Life TV airing July 2nd exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Benelli Shotguns. Thank you all so much. This is Sweet Tea Trio Fishing Condition. I got a fishing condition A habit I can't shake I need to feel the breeze through the cypress trees While I'm floating on the lake I like them little red bobbers Night crawlers Sinking to the bottom with that little lead weight I got a 
sufficient condition And it ain't going away I got a vision condition